entrepreneur so I'm born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow! Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here. Today, if you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. We would love for you to share this on social media by tagging me and our guests, and this way we can get this incredible content out to more people. Today, we have an excellent episode lined up for you. I originally met this guest at an event in December of 2020 in Washington, D.C., where we both spoke on stage. After that, we had connected for virtual coffee. I joined his group, which we'll definitely talk about here today, getting to know him better. But since getting connected with him, I've seen him build and scale some incredible projects and different ventures. He has spoke on many stages and impacted tons of lives. So I'm excited for him to do the same for you today. My guest today is Jose Escobar. He is the CEO at the Connected Leaders Academy. He's also a coach, author, and speaker. Jose, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Adam. Excited to be here. Yeah, man. I love your bookshelf. Every time I, I talk or I see, I see, I'm like, man, that's a ton of books. <laughs> yeah, this is my thing. I've been an avid, uh, voracious reader for maybe four or five years now. And uh, I do about a book a week on average and Impressive. just love reading and learning and growing and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, that, uh, that's awesome. And it's a good way to for us to kind of kick off and, and get to know you a little bit better. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, I know quite a bit about you and kind of where you're at right now. But talk to us and, and kind of where things got started in entrepreneurship. I know you have a great story of where you worked uh, for somebody as well as obviously running, you know, businesses and things like that. But but bring us full circle here. Yeah, so first of all, born in Washington, D.C., um, first generation here in the U.S. Both of my parents are from Guatemala, so that's my background, lineage, and in terms of nationality. Um, born, uh, raised in Montgomery County, Maryland, all my life. I've been here going on 41 years. I'll be 41 January 25th, so around the corner. Mm. And there's that. And then, uh, but I still feel 21, actually, which is <laughs> nice, you know, and... I'm uh, happily married to my wife, Katie. I have five children, a 16-year-old boy, a one-year-old boy, three girls in the middle. I have a martial arts background. I've uh, been in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai kickboxing, uh, more on the recreational side. I was in the banking business uh, for a long time, uh, manager at Capital One and PNC Bank. Then I went into life insurance for many years. And then I uh, ended up with uh, Liberty Mutual and State Farm generated over 30 million in revenue for these companies I served and did a lot of great work there and always in management sales and networking and coaching. Right. And then eventually I said, it's time to move into the martial arts industry because I was tired of the nine to five suit and tie four walls kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I started working for a global martial arts company called EFC out of Chevy Chase, Maryland. They were the pioneers in the martial arts industry, kind of helping uh, martial arts school owners scale their businesses I started working for them and probably within two years, I got promoted to sales director for the U.S. territory. So I uh, was traveling the country on the corporate card, uh, meeting all kinds of amazing people and booking celebrity keynote speakers for martial arts conventions and just really doing what I love the most and making good money in the process. But I realized after a number of years of being there that, you know what, I'm helping all of these you know, martial arts school owners become very successful, many of them millionaires, and my income was about the same. Mm -hmm. And my wife was a teacher for 12 years, educator, and uh, we were like, you know what, maybe there's more to life, maybe I should kind of go into business for myself. And January 15, 2022, I launched two businesses that uh, grew into eight income streams and seven figures in 15 months organically, right. And that pretty much uh, put the 
nailed in a coffin. I left my career. I've been a full-time entrepreneur ever since, and I've been, uh, you know, scaling uh, pretty much everything that I do in the community space, programs, courses, books, speaking, uh, live events. That's pretty much the essence of everything that's happened in, uh, over the last uh, two years going on. In two weeks, it'll be two years. Yeah. That's impressive. And like I said, like you've done it in such a short period of time. And I'm sure it was probably something where it was like, as you mentioned, kind of in the back of your head where you're like looking at what you're doing for other people. You're like, I could be doing this for myself and for my family and probably getting more fulfillment out of it in the process. But talk to us because I know there's quite a few people that listen to this podcast that have a side hustle or they're just thinking about like starting a side hustle, but they got their main thing that's paying the bills, maybe the insurance, the security, like talk to us about like what went into that decision and kind of how you were able to manage both of those things and then ultimately take the leap of faith in yourself. So, um, so first of all, a lot of people are like, how in the world do you do it? Right? Because I built what I built right in 15 months. Like I said, a seven figure business, 15 months is not easy, especially organically. Right? So people were like, how in the world did you do that with five kids <laughs> and with being married? Cause you gotta be a husband too. Uh-huh. Right. And, you know, trying to stay in shape in the process and not lose your health. And, you know, with a full-time job. You know, for like more than half of that time, yeah. like how in the world did you do that? So the reality for me, the the ninja secret for that uh, goes back to my book, right? I wrote a book called Winning the Day, an Entrepreneur's Guide to Morning and Evening Routine Mastery. And that was actually written off of a program. It was my best-selling program, the first program that I launched back in 2022 that really put me on the map. I was helping people change their lives personally and professionally. Uh, learning the bookends of their day, right? How do you start your day? How do you end your day? What are all the moving parts to high performance? And that's really where I developed some really strong mastery. And I started with my morning routine, evening routine back in 2019. Mm. And that started leveling up my life across the board. I lost a lot of weight. I became a better father, better husband, spiritual life went to an all-time high. Everything started changing, right? So then I said, well, I can actually teach other people how to do this in eight weeks versus a year, like for me, right? Mm. So That's when I decided to launch a program. And I think that getting out of the job, right, the J-O-B, and going into entrepreneurship for yourself, at the end of the day, comes down to your ability to be mentally tough, your ability to to understand discipline, Mm. right? You got to be super disciplined and be able to continue uh, putting into work even when it's not working. And I tell people all the time, by the way, it's always working. It's either working for you or it's working on you, but it's always working. Yeah. So, um, and then of course, at the end of the day, you have to be consistent. So many people are inconsistent Mm. and that's why uh, those three things, mental toughness, discipline, and consistency. Most people don't have one or all three of those components and they never get out of their day job. Mm. Right. And they, the side hustle stays a side hustle. And then it just became a time where I messed around and tried to do something and never happened. Mm. So that's kind of uh, my secret sauce is making sure those three things are in place and understanding how to be productive and maximize the morning and evening routine. Mm. Yeah, no, it's definitely powerful when you kind of bring everything full circle. And as you mentioned, you have to have those three components working together. You can't just have one of them. It's got to be like that full circle thing. Um what would you say to the entrepreneur that's like, hey, I, I'm not comfortable yet taking a leap of faith on myself. Like I need to get the side hustle like a little bit further along. I need to generate a little bit more money. Um, what would you say to that person? Would you say, hey, like now is a good time. Obviously, you need no context, but like do it sooner rather than later or 
take longer and make sure that, you know, you have all your bills paid with this new side hustle. So then that way you're not a hundred percent back against the wall, no income, all that stuff. What would you like, how do you navigate that? So I can speak from my perspective and my perspective is I'm an all in extreme kind of guy. Mm -hmm. I'm either all in with something or I'm all out with something, Mm -hmm. right? Not kind of like one foot in one foot out. Yep. So my, the way I did it is I just jumped in, right? Mm -hmm. I I wasn't completely out of debt yet. I wasn't, um, you know, completely uh, in, in a position where I felt like this is a guaranteed thing. But what I did do is I started realizing that I was making more in a day than I was making in a month, mm. right? And when I realized that that was happening consistently, I said, okay, maybe I can just walk away from this thing. Mm. So, but not doing what I did, but what I would advise is make sure that you don't, uh, that you're across the bridge before you burn it, right? Mm. And not that you would burn a bridge by, by you know, completely quitting in a, in a terrible way with your job. I'm just saying when you, before you leave your job and go full time, I would recommend that you have an emergency fund in place for six months Mm. that you are preferably uh, less than 30% debt. So you're not necessarily debt free, but you have less than 30% in debt in terms of your your income. And then of course you have a annual one year of your salary saved, you know, uh, as a backup, Mm. you know, that would be uh, like a happy median between safety and being super safe and and being risky. Uh, But for me, it's like, you know what, just just go with your gut go with your 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 desire to be successful and if you just hunker down and you keep the hammer down and you're laser focused you can do anything you want to do so many people are waiting for permission for their coach or a guru or their spouse or their uh somebody to give them permission to just do it right just go for what you feel is right for you and uh and do your best to kind of put as many ducks in a row as possible but don't get it perfect because perfect doesn't exist yeah I love that advice. It's definitely actionable. And it is like one of those things like there's never going to be a perfect time to do it. There's never going to be a perfect situation. I was kind of the same way when I left medical device sales. Uh, I'm kind of like an all in or out, all out. And I reached a point of like I was fully checked out. So I'm like, man, I I, I got to make it through the end of our fiscal year, which was like three weeks. I'm like, I'm going to make it through, finish my duties, and then I'm full steam ahead. So yeah. uh, I love what you say there uh, about all that stuff. So um, kind of transitioning a little bit, talk to us about what you've built with Connected Leaders Academy. I know that's kind of like one of the focal points of the the projects that you work on, but talk to us a little bit about that group. Yeah, so that idea came to me, uh, again, January 15th, a little bit prior to that, I was on the couch brainstorming with my wife and I said, you know what, what is a business that I can launch that I'm naturally good at, right? So I got down and I started brainstorming all these ideas on, on a piece of paper. And I said, you know, what am I good at naturally? And how far back can I trace that natural talent or ability or desire or passion, right? Mm. And I found out that I was always a connector since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was always a uh, galvanizer. I was always the person who brought people together whether it's for positive things when, you know, I was a little kid and positive things when I was older or during the times when I was a knucklehead guiding people in the wrong direction, throwing house parties, right? <laughs> uh, no matter what I did, I was always leading. I was always creating and I was always galvanizing, bringing people together for a cause, for a purpose, right? So I said, okay, I've always been doing that. Even from when I was a kid, I was the kid in my family who would bring all of my my parents and my kids together, or my, my siblings together to play board games, to say, hey, let's have a family movie night. Like I was the one who created that 
to happen because everybody was in their own world, right? And uh, and then from the playground at the schools, and I can keep going where I would bring people together. So I said, I'm naturally good at doing that. Mm. I love personal development. I love uh, entrepreneurship. I love serving people. You know, so maybe what I should do is I should create a community where I bring all these amazing entrepreneurs globally together for five reasons. Because I realize most entrepreneurs want five things. They want to grow personally and professionally. They want to uh, scale their influence. They want to develop their skill sets, right? Because we're all working on something. None of us have arrived. So they want a place where we can, you know, iron sharpens iron. Mm. They want to move the needle, right? More leads, referrals, collaborations, more money, the bottom line. And of course, they want to grow their network and their circle. So I said, let me create a community where I can bring the best of the best in the world of entrepreneurs from all different entrepreneurial backgrounds, uh, from beginners all the way to multimillionaires and put them under one roof and charge a small fee. And just have them all help each other, learn, grow, connect, and create some awesome stuff. And uh, in, I guess, less than two years now, since we launched, slightly under two years, we are now at 353 paid members. We're in 42 states across the U.S., and we're in 17 international countries. And we're growing every single day. It's all organic. Uh, the the uh, retention ratio is massively high. And um, we're growing at the pace of two new members a day, on average, organically. Wow. So. That's where we're at. That's incredible. And so when you talk about organically, obviously, I know you're building your personal brand. You've spoke on a lot of stages. What are some of the the strategies that kind of go into the organic stuff? Yeah. So first of all, uh, I just post on social media. So what I do is every time somebody new joins, I, I post that, right? In the beginning, I would start with a like a little collageable. It was an app that was free. It's still free. Mm-hmm. And I would put like people's faces in the boxes with like three new members, right? And I would put my face in the middle and the logo. And I would say, we're growing. Uh, you know, and before that, I would say, coming soon, I put the logo. And I would say, who's in? And I'm looking for five entrepreneurs, you know, that type of thing that everybody does. Yeah. But I was doing that uh, two years ago. And people were asking me and inquiring. Then they saw more faces and then they saw more faces and more faces. And that created questions, right? So people would ask me a question. Anybody who likes and comments on my stuff, I automatically send them a DM and I say something and I go to their page and I see what they do. And if it fits and I say, hey, we should jump on a virtual coffee and have a conversation, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of uh, some very basic stuff that I do. I go to events all the time and I convert a ton of people there. Um, I have uh, referral programs for for entrep- for the uh, members when they refer people. We have uh, some cool stuff there. And then um, I also just um, have different things like I post regular content of me, for example, sitting at my desk reading a book mm. or uh, doing my day-to-day stuff. I post about five things. My faith, right, which I am very open about. I, I post about my family a lot. I post uh, health and wellness type stuff, personal growth type stuff, business-related stuff. So I post very specific content, like you're only going to see certain things and certain people are going to connect with certain posts because if it's just all business posts or it's all personal, you're missing a whole bunch of people that would never interact with that. Mm -hmm. So I I focus on the five things that I'm all about and I don't do anything to look like something. I post everything that I am. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just very transparent because I understand people connect with people, not with businesses. Yeah. So I go in there and I show up as Jose Escobar, you know, authentically, very raw. And 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 what you see is what you get. And uh, some people vibe with it. Some people don't. But the people who do, I connect with them and I say, hey, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. We jump on virtual coffee and then my sales abilities kick in. And uh, that's when they join. And it just makes sense. So it's just some basic things that I do posting. I comment on things. I'm in uh, Facebook groups. 
Um, always looking to just, I go to virtual events all the time. Anything that's free, I go into like, you know, I've seen the, these, uh, these um, Tony Robbins event, <clears throat> events and uh, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I mean, um, what is this other guy? Dean Graziosi. They, all these people put on free stuff. Yep. And I'm like, hey, it's free. Why not? And then I meet people and then we have a conversation. So yeah. there's a lot of very simple things you can do without spending a dime. Yeah. Now, and, and I think that's a, a testament to obviously what you talked about in your routines as well and just being super disciplined, consistent, all of those different factors go into it. And I've obviously seen this play out in real time since we've been connected over the last year plus is the consistency <clears throat> in the posting, the authenticity and being raw and real with everything. Uh, and then, you know, posting about what's going on and interacting with the people that are commenting, liking, sharing your stuff. I think that's where most people fall off is they'll they'll see some engagement on a post and things like that. And then they'll either do one of two things. They'll either reach out to that person and try to sell them right away or they'll re they just won't even acknowledge that that person connected with them and supported. Whereas you're like, no, I'm going to go to their, their stuff, make sure it could be potentially a good fit, probably send them a message either way, thank them, get to know them a little bit better. But I want to figure out first and foremost, how I can support them. Right. And that's yeah. one thing I talk about all the time is like, how can you go and support and not expect anything in return? And when you do that, you're going to get 10 X in return. Right. All those yeah. different mindsets and, and facets, I think, just plays into exactly how you've built this thing, um, you know, in just a sh short period of time. Um, what I wanted to say as well is I know, obviously, like you have a variety of different ways people can interact within your community and things like that. How did how has the group evolved in terms of like what you've offered people? So then that like I'm assuming obviously you you know had feedback from members and things like that that like kind of shifted your mindset on how you wanted to do it. But I'm assuming also like when it launched versus where it's at today are like obviously different yeah. aspects. Yeah, in the beginning, I just launched what I felt I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> right? I said this is what I would want in a community because I was a part of a few that were missing many things. I that. I was like, I wish they had this. And yeah. I was also like, I don't really need any of that, but I like this. Mm -hmm. So then eventually I said, let me just create something. I already know what entrepreneurs want because I know what I want. I've talked to many friends of mine. I knew what they want. So I said, I knew what the five things people want. So let me create my target audience. Mm -hmm. Let me understand what they want. And then let me create something that fulfills that. Right. And that's kind of where I started. And then from there, um, I had one call per week that I was offering I had a, a Facebook group where people can go, go in there, paid members only, and uh, there's certain rules in there. And, and of course, we're serving first and not really a sales pitch kind of community. And then um, eventually I realized, well, I had people saying, hey, what about us on the West Coast? Like you only have the evening or you only have the uh, morning call. What about the evening or vice versa? Mm. Or some people in other countries were like, yeah, you know, that call is like 3 a.m. for me. Mm -hmm. So eventually I added a second call. And then I added a third call and then a fourth call. So now we have four calls on a weekly basis. Um, also, I had people saying, hey, you know, the recordings, you know, it's, it's kind of hard. Or where do you have the recordings of these calls? So now we have a members area on our website. So connectedleadersacademy.com now exists because now my goal is to go from seven figures to eight figures over the next two, two to three years. That's my, my battle cry mm -hmm. and to really take the CLA to a whole nother level. And um but I said, I have to implement new systems and strategies for that, right? So now we have a .com. We have the uh, email marketing campaigns. We have 
uh, CRM. We have the members area on the back end that's that's growing every single day. Uh, so a lot of are in place, but I, I also do anonymous surveys. I've done uh, at least three anonymous surveys to where I just get feedback from the members themselves to see what they love, what they want more of, and what you know what's missing. So I do different things to check in. I personally make myself available to the members, so I've heard feedback from them directly. Mm. I have an executive team now that's evolved. I have a whole team of like eight people that are that are uh, working with me now. That uh, they they give me tons of feedback from what members are saying, right? So uh, a lot a lot of different things like that. So we've evolved from like just me to now me and a team to multiple calls to now tech and website with members area and you name it. And I'm always finding new ways to add more value. Yeah, full full evolution from when it started. It's awesome to right. see. Right. What is what is like one big like obstacle you had to overcome? not maybe even just transitioning from working for somebody else, but in entrepreneurship, but like as things have really grown in scale, I know it's not all, you know, rainbows and sunshine, but like what's one big obstacle or like one big thing you had to overcome to really get to where you're at today? Uh, for me without question is not having a boss, mm. right? Because I've always understood that, um, if you're not an entrepreneur type person and you don't have a boss, you starve. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And because every, people need people to tell them what to do, mm. you know, that's why you have lunch breaks and you're allowed to go to the bathroom at certain times and you have to show up at a certain time and leave at a certain time and all these different things, because you need somebody to tell you what to do because a lot of people don't have the ability to do things on their own because they lack discipline, they lack uh, work ethic, they lack drive, they lack consistency, they lack uh, follow through, they lack all these things. And this is not, I'm, I'm speaking to myself too, because I've been there countless times. I'm not preaching from the pulpit here. I'm just saying that's what, that's the reality of life. That's why most of people in the world are employees. And there's a small amount that are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs create the jobs for the employees, right? You go to a job and they give you the stapler, right? Mm -hmm. This is, Hey, this is built into our deal. Mm -hmm. You know, Hey, the, the coffee in the, in, in the break room is, is on the house, you know, the paper that you print on it, but every entrepreneur, you got to buy that stuff. You got to invest in this. You got to decide how hard you want to work that day. What time do I want to wake up? What time do I want to end my day? You know, how many vacations do I want? You know, um, there's so many different decisions that need to be made as an entrepreneur that you don't have to make as an as a employee. And the reality is most people can't can do it. And they they just don't have the ability to, to keep, follow through with that. And that's why there's there's a number gap and ratio gap in, in, in that. Right. And that was the hardest thing for me was the transition to being in charge. To yeah. saying how how what do I want to create today? Right. Because there's days where I feel lazy. There's days where I just want to go and go to happy hour and not worry about a single deal. Mm -hmm. There's days where I just want to go and, and hang out with my family. So, I mean, the list goes on. It's, it's not an easy thing to balance, but it is very possible for somebody who understands the value of it and really wants it bad enough. Mm. Yeah, it was a, I mean, that was a perfect explanation. I think full circle on, Hey, here's, not only just the obstacle that you talked about, but that's why people struggle, I think, with entrepreneurship is they want to be an entrepreneur. They love what the lifestyle can do. And they think about that first and foremost, but they don't think about the 99.9% .9 of everything else that comes with it, which starts at holding yourself accountable and, and doing what you have to do on a daily basis 
in order to, to be successful, right? So I, I think that was uh, very powerful and very enlightening in, in the way in which you explained it. So talk to us a little bit uh, as we kind of start to wrap up the episode here today. Talk to us a little bit about some of the stuff that you're working on here in 2024 and some things maybe even, you know, years down the line that, that you're really excited about and where are you kind of looking at as far as taking things to the next level, adding, subtracting, all that good stuff. Yeah, so the goal is uh, for sure by June of this upcoming year, 2024, we want to get to 1,000 members. Uh, we have a lot of new systems in place to get to 1,000 members. And guess what? More members means more opportunity. More opportunity means more value, right? So um, I'm also looking to continue. I'm always looking for new ways to add more value, which is why we added the website now with the members area and all kinds of other cool things that are happening. So there's a lot of more value-driven things that I'm doing to to make sure the CLA remains vibrant and remain strong and always is at the top of the game, right? That's number one. Number two is uh, we're going to have our uh, big event in May. It's uh, May 3rd, 4th, and 5th um, here in Maryland. And uh, right now we're a little over 400 tickets sold. Uh, you can, um, I definitely encourage people to, to check out, uh, you know, the, the details on that, uh, CLAglobalsummit.com. And uh, just super excited about where that's headed and all the great things we're doing there. And then we have... Um, and that's like the battle cry. I'm mainly focused on that. But then we also have four virtual conferences we're doing this year. Mm. Virtual conferences are going to be open to members and non-members of CLA uh, globally. And we're going to have hundreds of people on each one. There's already dates for all four. The first one that we're doing is going to be uh, Saturday, February 24th, right? Saturday, February 24th, uh, 2024. And we already secured our, uh, our uh, keynote speaker for that one, which is... Um, the author of uh, Rise of the Readers, Nick Hutchison. So uh, he's the CEO of Book Thinkers. Hmm. So um, I'm excited about that. And then, um, so we're going to have those virtual events going on as well. And then we're going to have some in-person, uh, local, like networking kind of things, like cocktail hours and, and mixers of that nature, which I've already done before, but we're going to kind of have more of an emphasis on the schedule for it, um, all under the umbrella of the Connected Leaders Academy. And then uh, lastly, and you said over the next, what, two years, you said? Yeah, next couple of years, yeah. Next couple of years, uh, definitely want to get to, again, uh, eight figures. And to me, I associate the income level with the impact level mm. because the impact, right, that you're making equals income. Mm-hmm. Not the other way around, right? So you you get the money because you're creating value and you're creating change in people's lives. And that's what we're really looking to do. Right now, we we have a, a partner coming on, which is exciting. One of the not, one of the top ten leadership trainers in the world, um, Dr. Uh, Rob McClelland, is going to be doing some great work with us uh, here in the Connect Leaders Academy. And that's not even public information yet, but he is going to be uh, doing some great work with us, some some really cool projects. And this is the guy who put John Maxwell into every country in the world, mm. right? Um, and he's under our umbrella here, which is phenomenal. I'm excited about what we're doing together there. And we're going to have so, so many other awesome, cool things happening. So the goal over the next two years is to not only uh, create more value and then help us grow to get to over 1,000 members, right? We're going to eventually be at like 5,000, 10,000 over the next two, three years, but also to get into more countries, because your vision of the Connected Leaders Academy is to be uh, a million plus members in over 100 countries creating massive global impact, right? Because if we can help each other as entrepreneurs become better entrepreneurs, we serve our clients better. And by default, we make the world a better place. And that's the bigger vision of what we're doing. Yeah. 
Love that vision. Yeah, no doubt you guys are going to crush those goals and, and definitely be you know on the path to doing exactly what you're saying. And I love how you talked about impact over income, impact first, income comes later. 100% agree with that. And we'll put all that stuff in the show notes about the event going up in May. But where can people stay connected with you online as well? And if there's the website for the Connected Leaders Academy, you just say that one more time. So that way we can make sure to put that in the show notes. Yeah, so the easiest two websites you can find me at, or let's just say three because one book. So it's connectedleadersacademy.com, connectedleadersacademy.com to learn more about the CLA and what we're doing. And it's all there. And my link to book a call with me to learn more about it is there, right? There is no link, by the way, somebody can go to to sign up. Hmm. I am the link on purpose. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, the other site is um, is the uh, clavirtualconference.com. So again, clavirtualconference.com. If anybody wants my book, which you can find me here too, is uh, winningthedaybook.com. So winningthedaybook.com. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. I primarily live on Facebook, but you can find me very easily on any of those uh, platforms. And it's the at symbol. My handle is the at symbol, J-A-S-C-O-25, J-A-E-S-C-O-25 on any of those platforms. Awesome. Incredible. Well, we'll definitely put all that stuff in the show notes. That way people can buy your book, learn more about uh, the events you have going on, as well as make sure that they set up a call with you to learn more about Connected Leaders Academy. So, Jose, man, this was an incredible episode. I'm glad we got to do this. Glad, glad to have the opportunity to get to know you a little bit better and super excited about what you're building, man. So thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks so much, Adam. I appreciate you. And thank you again to the audience for tuning in to today's podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Leaving a five-star review goes a long way. See you all next week. And remember, entrepreneurs aren't born, they are brewed. I'm an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs aren't born, they're brewed. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's